Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Geek Vibes Live is rated G for Geek. Hello, 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 everyone, and welcome back to another awesome episode of Geek Vibes Live Interview. For this interview, I'm your host, Tia Fabi, and I will be interviewing Carrie Vernon. Um, she is the one of the stars for Fox's new sports show called Ultimate Tag, and she is also a professional stuntwoman who was in Marvel's very successful Black Panther. So we have to call her in, and I will do that right now. So just everyone give me one second to do that. All right, let's call Miss Vernon in right now. Hello? Hi, is this Carrie Vernon? Uh, yeah, this is Carrie. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Hi, this is Tia from Geek Vibes Nation. I'm so happy that you can speak with us today. Thank you. Me too. I'm really excited. Thanks for reaching out. Awesome. Awesome. So before I called you in, I was kind of giving a little intro to the listeners, and you are one of the main participants in Fox's new show, which actually premiered yesterday, called Ultimate Tag. Now, this is, I believe, a show that... I don't think anyone's ever really seen something like this on TV before, so I'd love for you to describe uh, what can we expect, you know, and what should viewers, you know, know about Ultimate Tag. Yeah, absolutely. Ultimate Tag is the game that you played as a little kid, you know, like tag your id, now try to catch me, but it's taken to the most extreme level. It's basically a mix between American Gladiators and Ninja Warrior, but with the components of just, more extreme taggers, I guess you could say. It's really fun. It's high octane. It's adrenaline going. It kind of reminds you of playing a sport, but then I feel like it connects the best of, like, all worlds, like comic book characters to anime to sports and games. It's a lot of fun. And your stage name is Banshee, which I love. Um, did Thank you come you. up with that, or <laughs> did you come up with that, or was that something that they kind of saw how you moved, and they're like, you know what, Banshee sounds like a good fit. You know, um, so this uh, the name was actually chosen for me. So the producers of the show was like, I know you was in Black Panther, and you played a warrior, and you did Avengers, and all this stuff, but. Uh, I don't know, we're thinking of something different for you. And I'm like, what are you guys thinking? And they're basically like, the Banshee. I'm like, the Banshee? What is the Banshee? I did 
what a banshee was. Little did I know. I mean, I watched TV shows that had the banshee character, but somehow it just like disappeared from my brain on what the banshee was, you know. So yeah. I, um, I like yeah, it's basically like this fairy that lures people in and you know shows them up and you know goes after their prey and does vicious things to them. And I was like, what? You think I'm a vicious person? You know? And they're like, no, no, you're not vicious. You know, it'll be fun. You're an actress. You can play something completely different than what you've done before. And I was like, you know what? I kind of like that. Sign me up. Let's do it, you know? Um, so that was kind of the mindset behind it. Yeah, and I love that. Obviously, as you said, it's very high octane, which, like, uh, to me, I'm I'm not an active person, so I can't imagine the type of training that you have to go through to even uh, participate in a show like this. What is kind of your daily routine in preparing for Ultimate Tag? Yeah, the training is really crazy. Oh, excuse me. Um, the training is really for the ultimate tag. So, I mean, I've always been a, like, I was like a pro runner. I ran track and cross country in college. I've done, um, I played soccer for 10 years, like every sport that you can imagine. But I was, I didn't play football. I mean, I played flag football, but not real football. So I think like, if I can compare the training to the ultimate tag is like the training of what a football player would do. It's like a lot of discipline, um, well, a lot of discipline, a lot of agility going back and forth. It's a lot of, um, endurance that's built up because you have to be able to last the entire round around the entire course and because what the ultimate tag is is all about a sport that really puts um some banging parkour and banging endurance and banging agility so if you mix some parkour jumping over things agility of getting through the obstacles as fast as you can avoiding your targets catching the taggers juking them out as a football player would say and then you would keep the endurance of being able to last the entire game, you can win a game tag. And um, I would say that's why I consider this is a tag on steroids type of game. <laughs> Which is, again, like a, a really cool concept because I feel that any kid um, play tag, no matter if it was, say, with friends or in a school gym setting. So, to kind of have that as where, you know, they bring adults into the mix and kind of, did you feel like there was that, say, kid side of you that was getting to be reinvigorated or because it's so intense, it really just feels like a, a very adult um, game as opposed to what you experienced back when you were a child? That's a great question. I would say, yes, it just continues to let, like, light up the kid inside of me. I feel like I never really got rid of all my kid qualities. Like, I am a big kid. I'm a big geek. I'm a big all that. I mean, we do have the geek on the show, but, like, I'm a reader and I'm a creator. Like, I, my imagination runs wild, and my playing of games and being competitive never runs out. So just like um, kids go crazy wild when we play the game of tag, oh, my God, this is tag on steroids. It was so much fun to run around. And sometimes even during, like, we would have, like, 15 minutes before we actually um, saw the course for the first time. We examined the course, like, and looked at it. And we would do, like, a little run-through. And doing the run-through and, like, being chased by one of the other taggers on my team was, like, crazy scary, but also so much fun. <laughs> 
and I was just going crazy. So it was amazing. That is so cool. So, and obviously everything's kind of shut down right now. So I'm assuming that you guys have already filmed the nine or ten episodes. I know you're in nine episodes and there's ten episodes in total. So I'm assuming you've filmed your nine episodes already? Yes, I did. Um, that's a great question because, of course, we can't run around touch anybody right now. Um <laughs> But, yeah, we filmed this actually over a year and a half ago. Well, not a year and a half ago, maybe a year and, like, two, three months ago. And it's crazy how long the process takes for it to actually, like, appear on TV. But, yeah, I remember filming this the other day. But at the same time, it was so long ago. It feels kind of long. And I'm excited that it's finally the world gets to see what we created. Now I'm like, oh, my God, I wish I could go back because I'm like, I want to play. I want to go harder. I want to go crazier. <laughs> like, I have so many thoughts. <laughs> do, you, do you know if there's going to be a second season where you would be able to come back and get, uh, you know, even more of your energy out there? Well, that is my prayer to God. Uh, as I went to sleep last night, we had some really, really great views last night. We did, um, thankfully – we ran the top, like, 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time viewing um, as far as the number of viewers, and I believe in the East Coast and Central Standard Time as well. But we shall know, hopefully, in the next, like, episode or two, maybe possibly, like, let's dream life season two, baby. And I'm going to be excited <laughs> and go wild and go crazy. But I know they're still figuring it out and putting the show together, so we shall see. But my fingers are crossed. My prayers are said. From my voice to yours and to God, let it be a season two, three and four. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. And, you know, Carrie said that you're a huge geek, and I'm also a huge geek. So I, of course, when I saw your resume, I was like, oh, there's one thing we definitely have to talk about. And you were in the insanely popular award-winning movie Black Panther. And I know it came out in 2018, (laughs) but I actually just went back and rewatched it as well, kind of relived the magic essentially. Um, How was it to be a part of that um, movie, being a part of the scenes that you're in? And, you know, of course, with the uh, Dora Milaje, you know, in that final battle scene is so great. Like, uh, first of all, the movie itself, just having these really powerful female warriors is awesome. But I can imagine... I can imagine for you being a stunt woman and someone who says that you like, you know, activity, that this is just such a cool experience. So please, I'd love to know how it was like for you. Yeah, absolutely. Black Panther was a dream come true of a job. It was amazing to do stunts in it, to portray a character as Adora Milaje and, you know, to be myself and really transform into that character was even greater. Um, And yeah, it was just, it was freaking phenomenal. I mean, I love the Marvel Universe. I love DC Universe as well, but it was great to continue to play in the Marvel Universe because right before that I had did Luke Cage in New York and I couldn't finish like the episodes I was going to do because I got the call for Black Panther. And Black Panther, I would say like was, um, it was just phenomenal because yes, we had a great time filming it. I had to shave my head ball after having 16 inches of hair which was a very transformational oh process. Gosh. And then, 
Yeah, I know. It's crazy. And then on top of all of that, I still had just, like, additional things that um, I learned, like going over both staff techniques, understanding, like, the language of, like, how um, some of the warriors in the part of Africa we were portraying was down. And, I mean, I am part of West – I mean, not part of West African. I am West African, like, bloodline and stuff. So I understand, like, I could speak – African dialects and all that, but it was just amazing. Really, it was just diving deeper, deeper, deeper into stuff that I wanted to tap into, and I was able to do it. And it just also showed proof that films that um, were majority diverse leads and characters and supporting can and will make money if it's in the box office. And I was thankful for that proof because um, although I love each and every film from the Batman to the Superman to Spider-Man, et cetera, et cetera. But it was cool to see, like, a black, you know, lead as, like, Black Panther and for him to have these, you know, women um, warriors around him. And even for women, diversity and women leading stuff, you know, is amazing. Because when does women go support the man and he comes to them and asks for, can you take care of the battle? Like, I don't know. But I was like, <laughs> hell yeah. Like, we are powerful. That's right. The door of the lodge is rocking shit. <laughs> okay, sorry. I don't know if I can curse, but, you know. <laughs> no, I love it. As you said, it's just, it's, it's so energetic. It's so amazing because, you know, we first of all to have a movie about a person of color and it be so successful, but then also... When do you ever see, as you said, where, say, the man, the king is like, my most trusted warriors are all women. I love that. Um, and I, I, I didn't know that they, you had to shave your hair. I assumed maybe it'd be like a bald cap or something. <laughs> yeah, girl, no, I wish. I really wish. <laughs> um, but trust me, I mean, I mean, you don't even understand how many times I asked them to do that. And they still didn't, but um, but they were like, no, basically, like, if I wanted to be in this movie, I had to make the commitment of shaving my head ball, which, I mean, at the end of the day, I'm honestly grateful that I did, and I'm not in one bit matter of set that I did it. I had changed, like, me as a person and transformed me, so, like, I already knew, like, you know, images from the inside out, but really, like, shaving my head bald was a, a proof and a testament of like is my hair really worth me arguing over to portray a character that's going to be so bold and so important in the future for kids to look up to if they have hair or no hair if they have what they consider bad hair good hair whatever you know so right it was great and do you know at all, are you expected to come back for Black Panther 2, or is it kind of still too early to even um, consider something like that? You know, it's uh, a little early to consider it, only because we we definitely, I mean, there's been a lot of discussions for a lot of things, and a lot of stuff right now is like super NDA and super confidential that I can't even mm-hmm. discuss, but... I know with, like, the whole coronavirus thing and things being extended out, it just happened to put um, it just happened to put things in a different situation of when stuff was going to film in Hollywood, period. So, you know, I honestly, I would love to do a Black Panther 2, so it would be amazing and phenomenal um, if and when that happened. And then I would also love to go ahead and rock my own superhero and lead that role in some way if I'm playing the Banshee on something 
or if I am playing um, the Wolverine, the girl Wolverine, which I feel like hasn't really been introduced. So, you know, lots of, so lots to do. I, I was going to ask, uh, you know, you said that you love, you know, Marvel, DC, whichever it is. Um, so what character, you know, would you really like to portray in either of those worlds? I, yeah, I would say right now, I would probably go with, like, the Marvel X-Men universe. Now, if anybody's listening to me that's with the DC, look, I am down and ready for DC characters as well. Um, because, <laughs> you know, I'm down and ready for anything. Not anything, but you know what I mean. So, <laughs> I would say that to answer your question, I I would portray uh x-men wolverine yo like oh the woman version of her the black version of her like it would be unheard of haven't been done crazy but i've just been a fan of like hugh jackman and i love him and i love wolverine i love x-men and i had a chance to be on x-men the dark phoenix um and i but i did a, a stunt double to actress on there and then I was going to be in the scene, but then it ended up not happening. And I don't know if you heard, but the movie got online. It was this whole shebang. But we were able to refilm, and I was able to go to Montreal. But being on the set and just to witness, like, these moments of everyone playing these mutant powers and me having to portray some mutant powers as well, doing some stunts, I just was like, let me take it up to the next level. So I already been practicing my, my Wolverine everything. I'm going to devour Anybody that comes against my friends and family, blah, 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 blah. No, but for real, <laughs> I'm excited and ready. I, that would be awesome. And the great thing is that the world that we live in is continuously pushing for more representation. So if we could have where we, you know, don't want to just get like the same Wolverine that we've seen, you know, I would be down for it. And I think that you have the right type of attitude because you were so excited and that's awesome. Um, it's what we need in these movies. People who are like pumped to play these characters. Um, um, oh, absolutely. You... I'll do all my research. <laughs> <laughs> yes, please. Anyone listening, like, make sure you cast Carrie because she will do yes. the research. <laughs> I will. Like, um, I'll do the research. I'll make the plays. Look, I trust me, you won't be disappointed. That's one thing for sure. <laughs> you have been so active in all of these roles, like for Ultimate Tech, Black Panther, everything that you film, um, what kind of made you want to go into stunt work? Was it truly you just kind of saying to yourself that I'm an active person, so I'd rather kind of do my own stunts if I were to get into acting? Like where did it go where you went into, say, stunt work? Yeah, that's a great question. Well, I've always, I've been doing acting for a little, I'm not going to say a long time, but for a while in the sense of like church plays and all of that stuff. And I've been active for a while. Like I used to like do crazy stuff and flip out of trees and just whatever when I was a kid. But little did I know a thing called stunts existed until I moved to LA four years ago. And if I knew that existed when I was like five or seven or nine, and I could get paid to do this, man, I would have just taken everything to the the most ultimate level. But don't get me wrong. It was never too late. It still worked out in its perfect timing. And 
I knew when I was younger, I was watching like James Bond movies and I love like the action. I watched like, you know, the Mission Impossibles to set it off. So the, just so many different, um, so many different movies and shows that I would see and the action was just phenomenal. And I was, I would roll on the ground and act like I'm, I'm the black belt James Bond basically. And I started to learn like more languages. So now I speak six languages. And then in my mind, I was like, I'm going to be a black girl, James Bond. I need to like become an expert at doing stunts because I'm going to do my own stunts like Tom Cruise. And I'm going to do this and that. And that's kind of where it started. And then once I like started doing like my first couple stunt jobs, I realized the need of black stunt women um, was so needed, especially my size, because I'm like five, five and a half, five, six, I'm 105 pounds. And there was, a lack of girls for that category. So then I started getting more jobs and then I started having just so much fun doing like some gnarly stuff that people would not ever sign up for, like jumping off buildings or um, or doing crazy wire work or crashing themselves into a wall or, you know, just like random things. And I honestly then realized that, oh my God, like is what I want to do but don't get me wrong like one day I want to have a kid and babies and all that stuff and I do love acting like I do love creating I still create stuff every day with friends like I did uh some acting on Reno 911 as well as I did stunts on there the same thing with SWAT the same thing with still team the same thing with a lot of things so now they've kind of crossed paths with me acting and doing my own stunts which has been very beautiful and yeah, it's kind of just started from the love of action and then the love of just, like, also seeing so many, um, like, X-Men mutants, like, the white, like, I would say white characters that or people that portrayed them, they were in my color and always saying, like, I wanted to be the black version of them and just creating that for myself, for my mom in the living room, you know? So, yeah. I feel like it doing my own stunts would definitely be scary for me, but um, it definitely is like a beautiful thing to have someone who can act and then they can do their own stunts. Um, a lot of people will say have stunt doubles because maybe they can't particularly do a specific stunt or maybe it's dangerous. And we have seen throughout the past few years um, tragedy kind of uh, befall onto some stunt actors. Um, and it, has there ever been a moment for you during your career that a stunt kind of got a little scary for you? That's a great question, and it, it's really sad and very tragic that stuff happened like that because safety is a priority that we always communicate in the stunt community. Like, safety, safety, safety is number one. It doesn't matter, like, how, you know, fast the director needs it or the producer's pushing or whatever, like, if you're not safe, don't do the stunt. But I know sometimes, you know, as a stunt person, our adrenaline's running. We know that we're already 14 hours in and we need to go hurry up and get things done. So for that situation, I would say, like, um, you know, I never, I never put myself in any situations where I've been afraid or scared to do a stunt. If I am, I would communicate that right away because we need to adjust something so my comfortability is there and I know exactly where I'm landing where I'm falling and I'm not going to hurt myself or hurt anyone else and we can get the shot so for me um 
I, and I've also done like just so much like acrobatic stuff and I played so many sports and I've gotten injured so many times where I know now like um, kind of footwork wise like what I need to do and how I need to do some stuff so it's a little I, I would say but you can never be too safe because I'm still learning I'm not an expert you know exactly but I am experienced some woman so I would say there's not been a situation I really got hurt I got some what do you call it like rope burns from like wire work because yeah my adrenaline's hot I'm doing some crazy flips but I'm on the wire and don't realize that I'm scraping my skin against it until a day or two later when I'm feeling a burning pain on my arm and I'm looking I'm like oh my god all these marks and then you realize where they're from or um or you realize you cut your circulation off on your leg because your harness is on way too tight. And then you loosen it up and you're like, okay, I've learned that lesson. Um, yeah, so that's kind of my thing. I mean, and I pray, like I said, to your ear and to God's ears that I don't ever get hurt. Like, that's the last thing I want. And I'm sure that's the last thing anybody that works with me wants for me because that's a, a challenging situation. Um, well, oh, my God, I just thought about something. I actually did fall. I did fall, actually, during the show. That was my tag. like, seven feet on my back. And oh, I no. had to get oh, stuff. Yeah. I forgot that happened, actually. But, I mean, I fell. I did get hurt a little bit. But, honestly, like, it wasn't – it didn't break any bones or anything crazy. It was more just, like, uh, kind of, like, woolen stuff that needed to go down – and I got into physical therapy. The Fox team took care of me. And and as far as, like, getting me medical attention after the show was over and stuff. And we they we had a physical therapist on site and stuff during the entire time. So he was able to make sure as well that I was taken care of before every race. Because I will say running with an injury does hurt. But I guess that's, just, that's the type of injury I would say that came with, like, running track and doing hurdles and stuff like that. So that's why I didn't. I didn't think about it. <laughs> well, I am certainly glad that uh, that is the extent of it, and you know, praying that that is the extent of it always. Um, you know, Carrie, before I let you go, I know that so right now Ultimate Tag is on, and is there anything else of yours that is upcoming that we should you know keep an eye out for? Yeah, absolutely. So I have a show called Figuring It Out. It's a web series that I produced, um, co-produced with a friend named Anna Marte. She started in it. Um, it's on YouTube. That's how we're putting it right now. We are doing a crowdfunding campaign and raising money. So if people want to donate, feel free to. Um, I also have Reno 911 that's on Quibi right now. And then I have Lovecraft Country that's coming out in August that I got to um, – play and do like an episode on so that was extremely exciting and a lot of fun and um, I would say like I have a nonprofit called CB Seed um, which we help um, a lot of kids that are in poverty and we help make sure that they can get access to reading literacy camps to improve like their literacy and education because educational schools and poor communities aren't that great and um, if people want to donate feel free to Absolutely, so, absolutely. Yeah. That's the so, biggest part. And if you want to, oh, if you want to go Banshee shirt, you can go to gobanshee.com, and that's the other thing. <laughs> but, 
Oh, that's awesome. Everyone, make sure you check that out, definitely, and check out all of Carrie's upcoming projects as well as tune in for Ultimate Tag. Carrie, it has been so amazing speaking with you. I have enjoyed every second of it, and I only hope for amazing things in the future for you. Thank you so much. It was so great speaking to you, too. I appreciate you so much, and I love what you guys are doing. Keep killing it nerdy, great, amazing, hot things. Yes. <laughs> I'll talk to you soon. <laughs> Thanks, Carrie. <laughs> thank, thank you. Bye. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.